Most people don't know that the Earth's magnetic field has a weak spot about the size of the continental United States. It's hovering over South America and the southern Atlantic Ocean. We're safe from any effects on the ground, but our satellites aren't so lucky. When they zip through this magnetic anomaly, they are bombarded with radiation more intense than anywhere else in their orbit. There is reason to believe that this dent in the magnetic field, called the South Atlantic Anomaly, is only getting bigger. This anomaly is far from the only unusual feature of the Earth's magnetic field. Hundreds of times in Earth's history, our magnetic field has reversed, switching from north and south in a planetary flip-flop. Earth's magnetic north pole keeps drifting, too. It's stumbling around the Arctic in a chaotic dance. And scientists have detected pulses of the Earth's magnetic field called geomagnetic jerks. This can undermine our navigation systems. Yet forecasting these changes remains a challenge. Just like weather forecasts, you can't predict the evolution of the core beyond a few decades, said Julian Aubert, a researcher at the Paris Institute of Earth's Physics, but scientists want to know how the Earth's magnetic field will change further into the future than that. Without a magnetic field, satellites could be lost and tools that rely on careful magnetic models for navigation could go askew. The magnetic field protects Earth's atmosphere from harmful radiation emitted by the sun. Scientists are learning that the sun is capable of the emission events called coronal mass ejections or CMEs, which are solar flares and this can be directive right at Earth, becoming very destructive, and our understanding of the magnetic field strength and variation is really vital for knowing just how at risk we could be from the next big solar flare. The puppeteer that drives the magnetic field is the Earth's core, the superheated heart of our planet, which burns as hot as the surface of the sun. In the core, molten metals are constantly in motion, as hot as buoyant plumes and lighter materials rise outward from that core. At the very center lies a small, hardened inner core that has been growing as the Earth cools over the course of the last 4 billion years. This planetary anatomy sets the stage for an active magnetic field. The core's constant need to cool itself and thus drives our planet's electric generator, this generator produces a self-sustaining magnetic field through a process called a geodynamo. The mathematics of the geodynamo are very messy, so messy that Albert Einstein did not believe in the theory when one of its founders, Walter M. Elasser, proposed it to him. The geodynamo works because the natural convection of the liquid core pushes metals through a weak existing magnetic field. This excites an electric current, and because the relationship between electricity and magnetism, the current produces a second magnetic field, and the process then repeats. This process has been self-sustaining for most of Earth's history. Although the core sits thousands of kilometers beneath our feet, the magnetic field it produces stretches far into space, surrounding the planet like armor. But our planet's armor isn't perfect. On an early spring day back in 2016, teams of engineers in Japan watched as their prized satellite spun out of control. The teams behind Hitomi, a satellite launched just five weeks earlier, had hoped the spacecraft would observe black holes, galaxy clusters, and other high-energy frequencies. The satellite even had a prized X-ray 
calorie meter, a triumph of three decades of engineering. But a cascade of events that began with encountering the South Atlantic anomaly seemed to spell doom for Hitomi. Hitomi passed through the anomaly, and the onboard systems that controlled the satellite's orientation glitched while it was pivoting to observe a new star cluster. The maneuver kicked off a series of software errors that left Hitomi spinning madly. Before long, the satellite broke into 11 pieces. Other spacecraft have fallen prey to the South Atlantic anomaly. The magnetic field intensity at altitude of many satellites is about as half as strong in the anomaly compared with elsewhere. And the weak field does not repel radiation as effectively. The inner Van Allen radiation belt, a donut-shaped disk of radiation, is around the Earth and it traps high-energy particles. It hugs much closer to the surface at the anomaly because of the weakened field there. Any satellite in near-Earth orbit, a common altitude for Earth-observing satellites, must travel through this anomaly. The Hubble Space Telescope spends about 15% of its life in that region and routinely has to be shut down its light-sensitive cameras to avoid any kind of damage. Some instruments, like NASA's Ionospheric Connection Explorer, has to power down their electrical components of an ultraviolet photon detector every time they pass through. In the early days of the International Space Station, the anomaly would consistently crash the astronauts' computers. Now, researchers have discovered that this South Atlantic anomaly, uh, back in 1958, when satellites first began measuring radiation in space, now the region shows up prominently in most models, said NASA's Terence Sabaka. Everybody is pretty much in agreement on its size, the shape, and the strength. Although it's still a matter of speculation, there is some evidence that the anomaly has been around since the very early 19th century, and maybe even earlier. A real debate surrounds what the anomaly will do next. Satellites in low Earth orbit pass through the region every week or so, and the transit lasts for only several minutes. Our time, Greeley found that the South Atlantic anomaly is moving westward. This at about one degree longitude for every five years, and ever so slightly northward as well. Eventually, the bulk of it will be over land, she said. The bullseye of the anomaly will pass over Argentina, Bolivia, Brazil, and Chile, and also Paraguay. A forecast from the NASA scientist Weijia Kuang and University of Maryland Baltimore County professor Andrew Tangborn shows that in, in addition to this migrating westward, the anomaly is growing in size. Five years from now, the area below the field intensity of 2,400 nanoteslas, about half the normal magnetic strength, will grow by about 10% compared with 2019 values. The dent may also be splitting, Kuang said, or perhaps another weak spot is emerging independently and biting into it. The South Atlantic anomaly currently covers parts of southern Africa, much of southern, the uh, southern Atlantic Ocean, and South America. Although the dent is projected to grow in the next five years, it's impossible to make predictions uh, further into the future, said Kuang. Fluid movement in the Earth's core is so turbulent that a small perturbation to the system could lead to a cascade of outcomes that we just can't foresee. The further you go in time, the more runaway situations abound. Although the future is uncertain, studying the anomaly provides a very good window for us to understand not only the core dynamics, said Kuang, 
but also the regional properties of this area. Now, luckily, this anomaly can't hurt life on the surface, said Kwong. But if it continues to weaken over time, this may eventually impact us. The hole in our field would expose us to high-energy particles that could surge power grids and eat away at protective gases in the atmosphere. As astronomers peering into the Earth's interior, there is no way for them to feel the true nature of the core, but they can probe different aspects and collaborate and compare with others to make a more complete picture. Scientists have long been on a quest about the Earth's magnetism, sometimes with fatal consequences. Explorers of old perished trying to set up monitoring stations in far-flung locales like the doomed English explorer Sir John Franklin, whose expedition to take magnetic observations on the North Pole in 1845 ended with 129 men dead and two ships lost. As soon as the long-lasting ground observatories sprung up around the world, scientists did notice strange deviations in the magnetic field, including, for example, that our magnetic north and south poles roam freely around the planet. It's true that these poles sit off kilter to Earth's rotational axis because of the uneven and turbulent flow in the core, but they also drift gradually as the core's dynamics swirl those field lines. Last century, the magnetic North Pole paraded through the Canadian Arctic, and since the 2000s, it's been sauntering across the Arctic Ocean. But occasionally, this gradual movement accelerates seemingly at random, and the drift of the Earth's magnetic field skirts in another direction. These diversions are called geomagnetic jerks. The last jerk was in 2016 when it jostled the field and dramatically shifted the North Pole drift. The event was rather inconvenient because scientists had just issued a five-year model of the Earth's magnetic field called the World Magnetic Model, the WMM. The WMM team had to update the model ahead of schedule to avoid an unacceptable navigational error. The next jerk may already be underway. A recent analysis has predicted that the next event would occur in 2020 or 2021. If that's the case, scientists may need to update the magnetic maps on which industry and government activities rely. It's too soon to know whether the jerk is happening right now, however. Vladimir Arapishin does not mince words when it comes to the apocalyptic scenarios and our magnetic field. The Earth magnetic field could knock out the ozone layer, for example exposing us to damaging ultraviolet radiation known to cause cancer. In the 6 to 12 months it would take to rebuild our ozone layer, we'd have to live like nocturnal animals. You'd have to go basically underground and not go out during the nighttime. That's the Hollywood-type scenario. Although prevailing science suggests that these doomsday scenarios are possible, they are highly unlikely. Earth's magnetic field is fickle, cratered, and ever-changing. But scientists have no reason to believe that the field won't protect us for decades and most likely centuries to come. Until then, our magnetic field will continue to do what it does best, drift, shiver, morph into its next grand configuration. Roger Hill, Radio Vermont.